life. Are you growing with it or feeling left out? Either way or in between, you're in the right place today with the host of Change Already, Your Future, Your Choice, Jillian. She's an award-winning author and radio personality. She's warm, she's fuzzy, and she's got an attitude. Hello and welcome. I'm Jillian Moss-Backman. I hope you listened to last week's show. I loved it. I loved that show. It was light. It was airy. And the name of it was Putting Fun Back into Faith. I'm not sure if it was the topic I liked or the guest I liked the most. But you know those moments in time where everything just kind of kabams together and you just feel like you're radiating joy from the inside out, whether you try or not, it's one of those kismic moments in your life where you just feel like everything's in alignment. I just loved it. It it was a good mixture. The topic was enjoyable, and the guest was what I would consider an epitome of a person that has found joy and laughter and contentment through his own faith. His name is Guy Alphen II, and he's an ordained minister. And he uses his talents to minister to mostly young kids, what he said, out on the beaches in California. (laughs) Now, first of all, he's in California, which is probably one of the most glorious places on the planet to be. And he's working with young kids, and he has a lovely life out there teaching spirituality in his own personal way. But there was something in that show that he brought up that really struck home to me. I don't know if y'all listened to that show. Go back and listen to it. But it was very poignant. And the way he said it just kind of brought home some real things for me. And it's really worth revisiting for a moment. He reminded us in that show that there were Ten Commandments from the Bible. He is uh, a Christian minister, so he was quoting the Bible. And then he reiterated what Master Jesus had given us, which was only one thing he said, which was only one thing he wanted us to follow, which was love our neighbors as ourselves. And You know, people say that all the time. And in today's society, it's so doggone hard to do that. A lot of people make it very hard to love your neighbor. But I think he's talking about spiritual love. You know, the love I always talk about, there's a difference between human love and spiritual love. And spiritual love is that place where we can go above ourselves and understand the concept of love, but we don't have to humanly love them in the same way. And he was talking about how we can all truly say that we're trying to achieve that and that we're really, isn't that what we're all really supposed to be doing here? But gosh, I don't know about you guys, but, you know, it's hard to love a lot of people all the time. But his voice and his calmness was laid back in his own Cali way. It was really wonderful to hear his message And, you know, they're always talking about the messenger and not the message. And I think it was the messenger 
uh, Reverend Guy that really brought the whole concept of having fun and faith back together. It sure did align for me, and I hope that you go back and listen to it. You know, and you can always find those post-archives podcasts at Blog Talk Radio at Change Already with Jillian. And now I'm on iTunes and, of course, my website. I'm doing pretty good. (laughs) I have someone helping me, so my assistant is keeping me on task with that. You want to go over to my website at Jillian Moss Backman, and you want to look under Jillian's radio page. And if you scroll down to the bottom, we're going to be in, you'll see the latest show from last week posted right there. If you don't want to go into Blog Talk or iTunes, you can go over there. And the other thing I keep forgetting to tell you about is that Blog Talk has this great feature. You know I love Blog Talk to begin with because it gives me the freedom that I didn't have on FM radio. But anyway, they have on a segment on there called the Featured Show. And I'm always changing that up because from all the archives that I have, I want to make sure that we align with what's going on in the world. And so I can always change that up. So you should look at that at least twice a week because I keep moving. And I'll give you an example. I did a show a couple months ago live at Myrtle Beach on the suicide death of the minister's son from Saddleback Church. Remember that? Rick Warren and the loss of his son to mental illness and suicide. And it was really kind of sad, but he was on Pierce Morgan this week. And he had a lot more to say after time has passed. So you might want to look at that show that I did in Myrtle Beach. So let's move on. Once again, we find ourselves at the cusp of another latest mass killing spree that went down in Washington, D.C. Navy Yard this week. As we most of us know now, another lone gunman took it upon himself to alter the course of many sacred souls, 12 to be exact, and 13 if you want to include him, by taking their lives one gunshot at a time. And I'm sure, like you, most of us took a moment out of our lives to pause and pray and send light upon the stricken. But then we just keep moving on that I've talked about before. I mean, I don't know how many times we have to go through this, but apparently we're not done. And we're going to keep on going through this lesson as a collective souls until we figure this out. We have to figure out what's going on and what lessons all of us are supposed to learn towards this and only pray and hope that it's bringing us closer towards the peace that we're looking for. I know that sounds like it's the complete polar opposite of what it's doing, but maybe it's taking us one step closer. We're going to keep having these chronic episodes till we break through. But the part I want to talk about is that, believe it or not, it leaves a dark chark. Uh, a dark check mark on our souls as well. You know, it's very hard to just shake it off with a prayer and a moment of silence. You think about 9-11 that we just went through, and, and honestly, it takes months and years and sometimes decades to get it 
reset and put in an optimistic way so we can keep moving forward. I don't know how we're going to do this, but we've got to keep pushing through this as a whole and not get comfortable with it. There's countries in this world that are comfortable with this kind of killings because it happens all the time. I don't want us to get to that place ever. I want us to continue to be at a place where we don't feel good about what's happening in the world and keep pushing forward to make better efforts to change whatever that is. You know, they all had the same watermarks as before, and I want to highlight something that the media is talking about, specifically on this one that I haven't heard in the past that's really starting to bother me. Most of the reports that are coming out, they're highlighting the fact that supposedly he's hearing voices in his head. Now, as you know, that's a term that's very common and used in the spiritual realm and spiritual teachings a lot. People are constantly referring to the soul voice or listening and getting in touch with your inner soul. After the break, I want to talk about in details the difference between what that guy was talking about in the media, hearing these voices, versus what we talk about as hearing that soul voice or those inner messages. I want to discuss further different ways of discernment and understanding our inner soul voice. So we'll be right back after this short break. Looking for more? Welcome back. Here's your host, Jillian, warm and fuzzy with an attitude. 
Welcome back to Change Your Ready. Before we get into the topic again, I just want to remind you that I'm having a good time on the TV show and the segment that I'm doing for Your Health, Your Wealth with Dr. Corey. You can find all of those shows at YouTube. And as I've talked about in the past, I'm not so good at that, but I have it down. I know the steps on how to get there. She's giving out great information. You know, it's hard to get to those people sometimes because they're so busy. And you should really take advantage of the information. She's got some heavy hitters in the medical profession and financial and all aspects of life. So my suggestion to you is hop over on YouTube and take a look and be very kind. When you're looking at me, the good thing I like about radio is that I could hide behind my mic and uh, sit and enjoy myself. It's a little more challenging to be on Skype week after week, but I'm getting used to it. I like being back on TV. Anyway, please go over there and look it up. And, of course, she and I and a whole group of people want interaction just like my radio show. So if you have any questions for me, I'm doing tip and Tip of the week, sole tip of the week on there. And that, too, is on my blog talk, I mean, on my uh, website at JillianMossBackman.com. Look under Jillian's television show. Anyway, before the break, I started bringing up, once again, the situation that we find ourselves in, which is the mass killing that happened earlier this week. And as most of it goes, as the killer lost his life during the battle and the shooting, we are now left with the dubious task of pinning everything together like a horrible jigsaw puzzle from trying to figure out the infamous why. You never really know, but at least you try to find the pieces that can at least put it collectively together so we can answer some kind of question. But now we're going back and retracing their steps in their lives and to figure out what went wrong. And in this case, the big headline that's hitting everywhere is the man was constantly hearing voices and sensing vibrations through the ceilings and into his body. Well, you can imagine what that did when I heard it because one of the contexts of spiritual teachings that's a bit controversial, I would suspect, for a lot of people, is that a lot of spiritual teachers encourage each one of us to get in touch with that inner soul voice and receive messages and vibrations through our own bodies. Now, I have to include myself on that, but the point is, This is a little, this is an exaggerated example because most of the people would label him as deficient or some kind of psychological mental illness once we start doing the checklist. But what you have to, you can't just stop there. I think people hear that and immediately go to, well, he's, you know, a whack. But the problem is if you stop mainstream in there, you don't look at the whole package deal. So in and of itself, when one says they're listening to messages and things, is not necessarily 
nor should it be an indicator that someone is not quite right. If you start looking deeper and the thing starts bringing up a bigger picture, you start seeing the psychology of this guy. There were lots of other signs besides, you know, the voices that are being reported by so many out there. The guy has past records. He's been treated for mental illness. He's a loner. But I want to step back a minute and talk about this broad sweep of voices in our head. You know, hearing voices is an accepted practice, like I said, in not only the spiritual world, but the religious vein as well. We're, we're taught to honor those who have heard these kind of higher messages through other people that are meant to heal and serve the greater good of humanity. For example, the written words of Jesus, God, Buddha, and any other higher source. So if you want to start at that point and take it one step further down the path and look at spiritual teachings, each one of them encourages self-reflection, which may or may not include listening to that inner voice that each one of us inside ourselves receive soul messages from our inner self. You know, while this can be a healthy practice, if it's done properly, this is what I'm concerned about here. You have to have reasonable parameters. I've been watching this for a long time, and I'm going to do a series in the next couple weeks about has spiritual trends gone too far. I'm concerned about our spiritual practices here, and what have we lost sight of what it truly means to listen to that inner soul voice and messages and what they're truly meant to be. If you're really listening to the messages that are coming through, the messages should be giving you virtues. It should be adding value to yourself and to the planet. As I've said a million times, I will keep on saying it, Remember, the messages that come from that soul place within ourselves are never negative. They never tell us to kill people. They never tell us to hurt anyone. They never have an evil content to them. But yet somehow it keeps getting grouped in with the evil part of ourselves. My concern here is that some people have become so dependent like this fellow in particular, on this kind of expression, whether it's soul for good or evil, that they act out the messages that they're giving. And I'm concerned that there's a population that has lost all rationality and discernment for truthful messages inside ourselves. My concern is that we're really not stopping and examining these inner soul messages with what I call is a fine-tuned comb. We should have an interaction and activity that moves that subconscious thought from a perception into reality. It always has to start with reasonable discernment. Don't you agree? 
It's just like living a normal life. Just because something comes at you doesn't mean you have to act it. Somewhere along the line, we got this miscued idea that if it came from within, then it truly must be true. The spiritual realm doesn't work like that, people. It's, it doesn't mean that you surrender all your logic when you start hearing voices and soul interaction. You still have to rely on your intellect. We still have to understand right from wrong, good from evil. And in this case, this young man had it all messed up and skewed in his world because of other mental issues other than hearing the voices. You really do have to ask yourself, does it align with your true self? Or does it, is it so ridiculous of a message that you can't put anything, any credence to it at all? You can't even think through another thought because it's so out-of-the-box thinking. It's not reasonable. You have to ask yourself when you get these kind of messages, does it line up with the person you already are? When you get messages, messages, soul inner messages are supposed to push you forward emotionally, spiritually, mentally, and physically. Does the message that's coming through to you, does it bring you closer to the person that you're aspiring to be? There's so many cross-references of different kind of messages in all religious texts, but the one thing they talk about is understanding falsehood from truth. Now listen, come on, let's all be honest. We have bad thoughts now and then. You know, we don't like that person because they said something mean to us. Or maybe we even have some hateful thoughts towards others. But the difference is we don't get stuck there like this killer did when he heard the bad messages. We've learned how to talk ourselves down off the ledge of these inner messages that come to us. One would say, are those soulful messages or messages from com- coming from something else? The reality is you have to have bad with the good, evil with grace. All of those kind of things. Things are going to come up in your brain. Everything, everybody has messages. And as much as people don't want to listen to them, it's going to keep recurring whether you like it or not. I know people don't like it when the messages keep coming to them. But the reality is, At some point, each one of you have to make a judgment call. I know that's the forbidden word in the spiritual context, that we don't make judgments on anything. But if you can't make a judgment, and if you're not capable of seeing the good and evil within yourself or understanding your parameters of what will make you a better person, You can't do that without having some kind of judgment over your own character or the soul messages that receive. 
the part that always triggers up people, and I talk about this a lot, we get soul messages all the time. But for some reason, people believe, whether it's imagination or a true message or wherever it's coming from, we get that all tingly feeling and we're like, we've got to make this happen. Not all messages have a call to action. I think this is where people get tagged up in learning and get so afraid of messages. So instead of following through and listening to their soul and the messages they're getting, they just cut it off at the path. Forget it even happened. If we don't listen, we don't have to react. The challenge is understanding when you're being called to change and when you're being called just to remain the same. The problem this young man had, and we're going to find out he had lots of mental issues, but he had no discernment, no thought process of deciding which one he should do and call to action and which one he should pass through. Some of those messages are just passing through our brain to add to our human wisdom. Intellect is different than wisdom. Wisdom is just a process of understanding life. It's not necessarily always action. But somehow we decided when we have wisdom that we have to be acting all the time. So when you get your messages, use discernment. Does it align with what you want to do? Take some quiet moments and be reflective about your messages. And ask your inner self, do I have a call to action or do I just let it pass through? It's so important that we stay connected to those messages. I don't want people to believe that they should throw it out and forget everything now because it's evil or bad. The difference is that you cannot become dependent on these inner messages. You have to work independent of your messages. And the soul messages and inner voice that's coming to you is just to add value to your own personal life. I know there's a lot of spiritual teachers out there that are in the world that are here and trying to tell you how to use the messages. I, too, give messages to a lot of people. But from my perspective, I'm only offering suggestions and encouragement on how I can get you to explore your own messages, how to explore and use your own personal discernment not be dependent on any teacher and or a group or following that you have in your life. Learn to separate them gently. And the more that you learn your own discernment and they align up with your own life, you will learn to love your inner messages and that soul voice that keeps coming to you. I'm sure that we'll be talking about this long into the future, but I wanted to make sure that we had the flip side to soulful discernment and inner messages as they come through. 
please, I beg you not to, to be fearful of not listening to that inner voice because of, because of what the media is saying out there. He is an isolated case. Put it where it belongs and understand your messages are just as important for the value of you being a greater human being in the world. Next week, we start in a different direction, talking more about fun and faith. But remember, between now and then, change doesn't have to be difficult, but it is necessary to grow. I'll see you same time same place, Blog Talk Radio, High News. Thanks for joining Jillian today. Don't miss her famous at-home personal enrichment lessons. You can complete them on your own time to accelerate your personal change. They're simple and nothing like you've experienced before, just like Jillian, warm and fuzzy with an attitude. So change already. <laughs>